What is up, guys? This is John Nelson, and you are listening to the Starting Block Podcast. If you are looking for a show that is going to give you the insight into complete athletic development, then you have come to the right spot. Our mission here is to give you guys, the athletes, the parents, the coaches, the tools to win. That's what we are all about, is giving you the information that we have amassed over the years and giving that out to you guys so that we can work together collectively to improve our communities. That is what our mission is about. So with that, today is Friday Fire and Facts. So a little new twist to the show. So I'll tell you about that. Friday Fire, you guys have been listening for a little while. You understand what this episode is all about. This is a few minutes of me talking about something maybe a little off topic, something uh, mental toughness or politics or something like that, who knows, just something that I feel needs to be talked about that we don't get to on Q&A or with our guest interviews. Now we're adding the facts side of it today because we have had multiple requests to get a little bit more information about other stuff. If you are an athlete or a client of ELP or a parent even of ELP, then you understand that I have no problem voicing my opinion on anything, that I like deep engaging thought. I hate small talk and you know that. And you know that our athletes try to bait me into talking about things that I am passionate about outside of training. And that might be anything from science stuff to Something as bizarre as how the pyramids were built, and I know that's kind of a favorite topic in the gym. You guys try to get me to get me to go on uh, my tangents on that, and so we've had a lot of requests to bring that out. And so, if you are not a member of ELP and you're one of Chris's clients, or you're just some another coach listening, well, here you go. You're going to get some insight into what goes on in my head. So you may want to turn it off now. But uh, here's uh, Friday Fire and Facts. So what, the way it'll work is I will take a couple questions every week from you guys, and you can submit those questions to us on social media. You can submit those at ELP underscore John. That is my personal Instagram. Uh, or you could submit it at our Elite Level Performance Instagram. But you can also submit it at info at EliteLevelPerformance.com. So you have multiple ways to submit questions. And I'm going to tell you guys, I'm going to take the questions from the people that are engaged. I've got a lot of questions. I have a, my binder right here sitting next to me that's got questions that people have asked. So I'm, A, going to take questions from people that are engaged. So are you paying that fee that we ask? Are you guys sharing the show? Are you getting it out there? Are you helping us spread our message? If you are, then, I'm a, then I will take more time out of my day and make sure that I get to your questions. And the other side of it is I'm also going to take good questions. Be specific. If you got something, ask. Like, don't make it just so broad and general. Like, actually be a little specific with it so I can help. Because ultimately, that's the objective of this show is to help you guys. So that's the way it's going to be moving forward. So Friday fire to start out with. I want to talk about body language and your perception briefly. excuse me, understand that the majority of communication is nonverbal, okay? What, how you present yourself plays an enormous role in somebody's perception of you. So, one of the things that I realize about myself, other than the fact that I'm jacked and handsome, is the fact that I have a face that says F off. It just is what it is. 
but that's just that's the way I look. So I, you know, that's that's my mom and dad's fault, I guess. I don't know, but I have a face that says "f off." But my personality is not that way. That is not who I am whatsoever. In fact, I like to talk. I like to engage. I I, I have a passion for helping people. That's why I'm in this business. That's why I do this. Like people think that my facial features, you know, are this like ego-driven type of pissed off dude and that's not who I am and so when people actually say that it shows that they clearly have no idea who who I truly am as a person so I have had to learn how to adapt to that and it started honestly way back in graduate school I, I remember I had a graduate the graduate assistant at that time I was volunteering and he told me he said you have immense potential and at that time, it was actually the sport marketing industry. He said, you have immense potential in the industry, and, but if you continue to act the way you do, you will never make it. And at that time, I didn't quite realize what he was saying, but fast forward a couple years, it clicked with me that it wasn't how I was acting as much as it was what my facial features and my body language indicated because I would naturally step up and do things. I would just, I'll take the lead on. So I have no problem getting my hands dirty and that's, I, that's a good quality. But when you have a facial feature that says F off or you're pissed off, then that's going to make things look bad. And that's ultimately the lesson he was trying to teach me. So how have I adapted that to what I do this day and age? You guys like to make fun of me all the time because when I stand, I typically stand with my arms crossed, but my left hand up at my face. Okay. I do that because when I have my arms crossed, that is a big sign of stay away. And that's in general. So athletes, if you're listening to this, if you're standing around with your arms crossed, that is a nonverbal cue that you are not interested or you are too good for the situation or the person. And I assure you that any smart coach is paying attention to that or teacher paying attention. To that. They will notice that. I hear all oh, my teachers don't like me. Are you sure? Maybe it's your body language that says you don't like them. So I had to train myself to actually stand differently because I had that natural facial feature said, leave me alone. Then I crossed my arms and it really is like, leave me alone. And so I had to adapt that. And that's why you see, like if you're watching this on YouTube, you literally see my hand is on my face right now. And that is because I'm literally thinking. I'm a very kinesthetic learner, meaning I have to do things to learn them. I'm not very visual. I'm not very auditory. That's why you see me look down a lot as well, because that's how I can say learn processes is they tend to look down. So then now I have an F off face. I have crossed arms. I look down. So I trained myself to put my hand on my face and the arms crossed to make it look like I'm thinking more because that's actually what I am doing. I actually am thinking. So your nonverbal cues play a huge role in it. And I will also say, guys, that don't think that we aren't paying attention with your parents' body language as well and how your parents present themselves, how they present you. Now, it's not a judgment factor. That's not it. But I had this happen last. I had this, I have it happen all the time, but this one particular situation really kind of bugged me because I, I don't understand it. it does, it's, it's very disrespectful. But when you communicate with somebody or you don't know them, when, when you try to communicate and you're very just short and direct and like there's no, there's no gratitude, it's just, I didn't receive this or I didn't do that. Okay, you know what? Maybe, maybe I just, I typed in a letter wrong. You know, maybe I just, I accidentally forgot. It's okay, right? It's okay. It's not the end of the world, 
right? And so those initial interactions with people play a huge role in how people perceive you and ultimately how they're going to treat you. Now, it's up to us as coaches to you know, adapt and to not necessarily make an assumption based on how a parent interacts all the time. But the chances are that if the parent has bad body language and a bad attitude about stuff, then so is the athlete. And I think anybody in this industry could probably attest to that, right? That's another reason that we at ELP want to communicate with the athletes directly. This is why we want to communicate. We want to learn who you guys are, okay? Your parent may be the nicest parent in the world. They may be awesome. You may be a complete asshole. It may be the other way around. Your parents may be a complete asshole, and you are a super nice person. So, for example, this particular individual who sent me these emails and was just very rude and demanding, understand, guys, that that's a perception. It's a nonverbal cue, right? When you type an email, maybe say thank you. Maybe say, dear John, or have a good day. Not just, I didn't do this, or I didn't get this, I didn't get that. We're all human. We all make mistakes. We're not perfect. And so, guys, you need to understand that. How you communicate with people both verbally and non-verbally plays a big role in the, out, that in, this, in the outcomes of the situations that you put yourself in. If your teacher doesn't like you, if your coach doesn't like you, maybe it's actually you. Maybe it's not your actual action, like your on-field play, or your yes sir, no sir, how you talk. It's your non-verbal stuff. It's the text messages in all lowercase with no punctuation, no grammar. It's the, you say something like, I didn't, I, I didn't get this, where you could have been like, oh, I, I, you know, hey, I know you probably sent it, or I may have missed it, could you resend this, right? It's the, are your arms crossed? Do you have the, you know, the facial features that I do that say, leave me alone? And if you do, you need to be self-aware and learn how to adjust to that. That plays a big role in everything, guys, and that's kind of what I want to talk about. That was on my heart and mind, because I think, guys, as as our society, it gets more and more technologically advanced, if that's what you want to call it. I don't want, I don't want to go, I'm not going to go down that road, but I'm going to say as we get more technologically advanced and the human race can no longer interact with anything, we, it's, a, it's a thumbs up or a, an emoji, and honestly, most people don't even send emojis anymore, it doesn't seem like, that understanding punctuation, grammar, things like that, nonverbal cues play a big role. And that if you can understand how to communicate with people nonverbally, then you're going to really set yourself up for success. And I think it might open a few doors and answer a few questions for you that otherwise you may not understand. So that is, uh, that's my Friday fire. Let's go to Friday facts. Friday facts. This question was, actually, I'm not going to give the name out, but this question, question number one is, do you have any tips or tricks for running a successful business. First, I appreciate the question. I know who you are. Thanks for submitting it, man. I will tell you this. If you are saying, if you're asking me that question, then I guess you perceive that I have a successful business. And I, I appreciate that, but it's important that you know that to me, I am not successful at all. I, I am, I'm, I'm far away from my goals and it, 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 it drives me because I will reach my goals. This, and so, I appreciate the fact that you think I'm successful, but understand in my mind, this is nowhere near where I want to be, okay? I think maybe that is actually a tip right there. Set your goals very high, okay? Do we have a nice quality of life? Yes. Do we, have we been in business? We made great relationships? Yes. Financially, are we good? Yes. All that good stuff? Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Do we have a great team around us? Absolutely, 100%. 
But am I where I want to be business-wise? No, not even close. So to me, that's not successful. So that's probably my first tip or piece of advice. My other tip or piece of advice is understand that there are no secrets, okay? There is no golden key, golden ticket to business. It is about busting your ass day in and day out and being able to take an absolute beating without stopping. I don't remember exactly what the numbers are, but something like 90% of small businesses fail within the first five years. And then the remaining, something like 97% of those fail within 10 years. So basically that means that I guess less than, I don't even know, 3 4% of people who actually start businesses are still in business after 10 years. It's very easy to start a business. Anybody can start a business, especially in this day and age. It's so easy to start a business because of technology and social media. Okay, It's very, very easy to get out there. All right? It's more difficult to stay in business and scale it, okay? Anybody can come out of the gates hot. That's, that's fine. If you have relationships, you can probably come out of the gate hot. But what's going to happen five, six, seven years down the road? That is going to be a big factor. Are you going to be able to weather those storms? Are you going to be able to weather the people continuing to just beat you down over and over and over again? Because I assure you, they will. There has not, not been a single day that's gone by in my almost 11, I guess 11 years now, okay, of being in business where, and honestly, you could probably say I was in business sooner than that because I was a trainer and being a trainer at a big box facility, you're kind of in business for yourself. You have to go get your customers. So I guess technically you say I've been in business a little bit longer than 11 years, but ELP, 11 years, okay? <laughs> there has not been a single day that's gone the way that I wanted it to go. There's always a problem to fix. There's always a fire to put out. I call myself a firefighter, right? We're firefighters. You got to put fires out. That's normal. And that's a perception. The perception that things are supposed to be good and easy is something that the, this, the generation that's in school right now, you guys don't understand. It's not supposed to be easy. Life's not supposed to be. You guys think that you are deserving of oh, it's supposed to be easy, and I had to put forth this effort, thus I deserve a break. And that's, that's the wrong mentality. That's opposite. No, life is hard. It's supposed to be hard. You putting forth the effort to better yourself, that's the, that is supposed to be the norm. That's not supposed to be an occasion. You're supposed to bust your ass. You're supposed to work hard at practice. You're supposed to have to stay up late to get your homework done. That's how it works. That's how you get ahead. It's not the other way around, and that is what society has taught us. So that is a tip and trick for business right there, if that's how you want to perceive it. Understand that every day is going to be absolutely brutal. It's not supposed to be the other way around. And I guess the final, the final trick or tip I would have, and I hate saying trick because I hate that phrase, is you have to be genuine, okay? You really have to be genuine about what you're doing because people are going to see right through it very fast if you are not genuine about it. I love this stuff. Guys, I, I love it. Like, this is my life's work. Do I have other hobbies outside of here? Yeah, I do. Do I have other business interests? Yes, I do, that you guys probably don't know about because I don't share that stuff very openly. Yes, I have other things that I like to do almost just as much as being in the gym. But I love it from beginning to end. 
I, I, I remember what it was like starting out. I remember the people that told me I couldn't do this. I remember, you know, the, the guidance counselor telling me I was too stupid. And I might as well just go ahead and quit high school that I'd never go to college. I remember all those things. I remember going into my garage when I was a teenager and, and working out because I was so pissed off that my guidance counselor would say things like that. You know, I remember just developing the love of that, feeling that the cold, hard steel of the bar, the clanging of the weights. I remember that, the smells of the gym. I remember what it was like being a freshman in high school and stepping into the football weight room for the first time. I remember Coach Bourne. Dude was a freaking beast. I still remember him. I wonder if, I, I, if he's still around, if there's any ECS guys out there listening. Coach Bourne motivated me and inspired me a ton, and I don't think I've ever given him enough credit. Um, he was a monster, and not like a fat guy like you see a lot of these coaches are nowadays. This guy was actually, like, built and shredded. Um, but, yeah, so, anyways, a tangent right there. But I remember all that. I love the beginning to the end. I like learning how to start from the beginning, building a foundation, and – taking that step forward and getting to that 135 on the bench, the 225 on the bench, the 315, the 405, right? I remember all those steps. It always intrigued me. Why would people go from a rehab scenario, then come into training and they still had problems? Why their back still hurt? Why was that still there? The, the science behind it interested me from, from the get-go. And I would encourage you, that if you are going to start a business of some kind, it's got to be something you're passionate about. Okay, maybe you don't have to love it like that, but you got to be passionate about that. Maybe it's t-shirts. Why are you doing that? Why? Why? Why t-shirts? Why do you enjoy that process? Why do you want to sell that product? Is it because you simply want to sell that and make money, or is it because of how it makes the person feel? They feel good when they wear your t-shirt. You see the difference there? I, I hope that makes sense. You have to understand why you're doing something and be passionate about that. Because otherwise, people are going to see right through what you're doing. If you're doing it for the money and the ego, or if you're doing it to actually help somebody. And there's a big difference there. That's what I would say would be my advice to starting a business and running a quote-unquote successful business. I'm probably not the right person to ask on that. In fact, I, I'm probably the person to ask what not to do because I've pretty much made every mistake in the book, I think. But I definitely, I've, I've got a pretty good idea what not to do. But those are some of my key things I could tell you. Maybe, hey, do this, and that might help set you up in the right direction. So... Guys, that's Friday Fire and Facts, even though this is coming out on Saturday. So I guess this is technically a Saturday sermon. So I'm just, I'm prepping you for your sermon tomorrow at church. So I hope you guys enjoy this. Submit your questions, ELP underscore John at Elite Level Performance or info at EliteLevelPerformance.com. Guys, share the show. Please help us get the message out and hope you guys have a great day and a great weekend. Love you guys. Appreciate you. See ya.